Hello to everyone tuning into the Highly Optimized Podcast today. My name is Ryan Sprague, and throughout this podcast, I will be showcasing individuals who are living a life be to their own drum, sharing their stories, and revealing their valuable information for each one of you listeners on how you can effectively take life into your own control, what steps to take to create your own path, and how to maximize your results in manifesting your dreams in this reality. Our guest today is a woman who is not only one of my closest friends, who has helped me tremendously in my own health journey, but... More importantly, someone who is constantly acting as a source of love, positivity, and strength for countless others whom she coaches, teaches, and calls her friends and family. She is a master-level amino neurofrequency therapist, a neurokinetic therapist, a Reiki healer, and an absolute wealth of info regarding everything related to exercise, physiology, spirituality, and emotional health. Not only this, but she also truly embodies the notion of being mindful and conscious in every decision she makes in life. Please welcome to the show, pain specialist, owner of Mind Body with Leah, and my soul sister, Leah Drew. Oh man, Ryan, <laughs> you are so <laughs> Told good. Told you, I got to get the intros. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Um, thank you so much for being here. It's an honor to be here, and it's it's brought so much pleasure into my life watching you grow. And thank you. even since the day we met, you know, grow. You've been growing mind, body, soul, spirit, and for you to have this podcast, it's it's amazing. I'm so proud of you, and I'm I'm very thankful to be here with you. Thank you so much. I mean, that means the world to me. And you brought up a really good point. You know, since we've met, we've both changed so much. And I thought that maybe you could give a little background info on how we met, and really how you've helped me in my personal journey to overall well being and health. Yeah, absolutely. Um, growth is definitely. A really important thing for me in my life, I, I seek and aim to grow every single day, and I know you do the same. Yeah. And I think that that's why we connected so well when we first met. Yeah. I mean, you came to me, you were really struggling with some of your issues. Yeah. You're having some neck pain, you're having yep. some back pain. Mm-hmm. And wow, I think our first session was when I was living in Weymouth at my house. Yeah, way back then. <laughs> Time flies. Oh you, my goodness. You finally told me why I, had, why I had post-nasal drip so bad, you know? And I was like, wait, you're not just supposed to have to clear your throat every five seconds, you know? And that was a big shock to me. And since then, you've given me a million big shocks, you know, that have allowed me to really come into homeostasis, for lack of a better term, in my own body, and remain there and be more mindful and conscious about every single action I take in life, especially regarding physical health, you know? It's all so important, and yeah. you've grown immensely, and it's been amazing to not just be here cheering you on, but also being here supporting you along your healing journey. Hell yeah. And it's cool because, you know, really what I always try to do is, you know, I always say I never want to be at a big table eating alone, you know? And so it's awesome to be around such inspirational people, but it's also, you know, great to be around people that we all help each other facilitate each other's dreams, goals, and objectives, you know? And I think that's really, like, the most important thing. And I think, you know... Going by how amazing your story is, I wanted you to touch a little bit about, you know, how your healing journey started, when you might have realized you were a healer, and just a little bit about your upbringing and, you know, all your stuff like that. Sure, absolutely. So, growing up, uh, it was a challenge for me. I had a really traumatic childhood emotionally, Mm -hmm. and as I got older, I started to learn that a lot of that came from within, from within me. I needed Mm -hmm. to learn how to grow my own emotional state, grow my own energy and strengthen myself internally mm-hmm. in order to have my external life kind of come to where it, it has grown to be. Yeah. Um, wow, where did I start? So I, I have a pre-medical degree. Mm-hmm. I got a degree in health sciences, getting ready and preparing me to go to graduate school. And originally I thought I wanted to go and be a physical therapist. Yep, yep. <laughs> and, um, and wow, my life has shifted so much since then. It was a really big wake-up call when I actually got denied from every single PT school I applied to. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to figure out, well, okay, plan B, what can I do to get my hands on people? Mm -hmm. I knew I needed to touch people. I knew that, I think, I, I knew I was a healer, but I didn't, I wasn't embracing that aspect of me at that point in my life. Yeah, you had the intuition. Exactly. And I didn't realize that actually my severe anxiety was that intuition trying to poke its head through and me just not (laughs) listening to what the hell was going on. I've been there too, yep. (laughs) And it's amazing how how that can manifest in, in these crazy symptoms that, you know, especially with anxiousness, you know, I think that that is, is you, your body trying to tell you something in, and you're not listening very, yeah. very closely. Yeah. But 
So ultimately, I ended up going straight to massage therapy school, got mm-hmm. my license to touch, mm-hmm. and I started touching people, doing massage therapy. Mm-hmm. And at that point in my life, I started training others. Yeah. What I started to realize, because I was the post-PT trainer and really got people from that place of okay, I'm done rehabbing. How do I get to the place where I'm strong and I'm really happy and and feeling confident with my movements in the gym? And throughout that journey, I really realized that I was doing a disservice to my clients without branching my hands-on modality and my strength training modalities. Yeah. And that's really where I have found a niche for myself mm-hmm. is not only branching, you know, the the physical hands-on touch, Mm -hmm. but also giving people proper strengthening techniques and routines that they can utilize to learn how to gain control over their body, how to decrease their own pain, you know, empowering people to take control over their own healing process Mm -hmm. is one of the most beautiful things, in my opinion, that one of the most greatest gifts that you can give to someone yeah. is the ability to do that. And I know that you've done so much of that. And, you know, I, I know I've been been a, a big part in, in you getting to where you have. But, yeah. you know, I, I've seen you take so many of the tools that I've given you and just make them your own. <laughs> yeah. And I can't thank you enough for that, you know. And I think going on what you said, I highly agree with the fact that, you know, empowering people to realize that everything you need is within you already is so incredibly just moving. Because I think, especially in our Western society, we've been taught that through consumerism and capitalism that everything we need is external to us. Oh, you have a headache? That's an ibuprofen deficiency. Oh, you need to feel good? You might need a coffee. You know, you might need a five-hour energy drink. And telling people that, listen... You know, by just taking 10 or 15 minutes to do some breath and get your, you know, your whole mind back under control, that can really turn your whole day around, you know, and your whole life around. And I think that like people like you and I, I mean, especially you, you know, when you, when I first met you, I was big into exercise, but I wasn't exercising mindfully. I was way more worried about the qual the quantity of reps than the quality mm-hmm. and among many other things. And that's part of what got me into the struggle that I was in when I had like all different muscle imbalances and I was dealing with so many different things under the surface that I wasn't even aware of. They were kind of like scotomas to me. They were, you know, hidden blind spots that I wasn't aware of. And meeting you was the first time that I actually was able to like get an explanation behind things because I had gotten, you know, body work and things like that before. And that's great. But, you know, like you've said before, you know, you can get a massage, but if your core is imbalanced, you're not going to be able to hold those, you know, changes. And then you're just going to be back to the massage and spending another hundred bucks every week, you know, and that can make you go broke very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely it can. Um, yeah, I believe intrinsic strength is, is really important, not just intrinsic core strength, but intrinsic yeah. emotional strength, yes. right? Intrinsic... Well, it relates to core strength, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It, it all ties together. And that's why I take a mind-body-emotion approach yes. to helping the body heal. Yeah. And when you can combine all all these modalities into one and learn how to take responsibility for your own health, yeah. that's where the magic happens. And I yes. really see and I believe that that's where Western medicine is 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 harming us. Is yes. it's it's making us feel as though we need an answer. Yep. We need a diagnosis. Yep. We need uh, a certain pill or medication that's going to fix all of our problems. Yep. But what we don't think about or read is this all of the side effects that yeah. come with all of this yeah right? absolutely absolutely and but don't worry they have another pill for the side effects and then oh don't worry they have another pill for those side effects and then at the end of it you end up on five different pills yeah. and you're like okay my problems are still here now yeah. what do i do yeah exactly exactly and i've been down that road you know yeah. and and it's frustrating and it's yeah. challenging you know i was put on all types of medications for many different reasons and at the core of it you know, I was having massive anxiety. I was Mm -hmm. having severe depression. I was having really severe gut health issues. I wasn't breathing. They never talk about how the gut is the first brain. I mean, really, everything is made there. Everything. Everything is connected. And when you can bring your body back into homeostasis through learning how to control, like you said, your breath, your eating habits, your mindset, your, your emotions, the energy that you don't just carry with you, but that you put out to the world. Yes. All of these things impact your healing experience. Yes. And it's about learning what you can do to take control. You know, I, I, I put up a post the other day about how, you know, you can go to doctors looking for answers, but at the end of the day, the answers are within you. Yes. And and when you can pause and listen to yourself, your body, learn to listen to what your body's needs are, yeah. you can tap into that self-healing 
experience like you won't even believe. Yeah, and that, you know, you bring up a really good point because in order to be able to get in touch with your inner self, you have to do what I always refer to as inner work. And I wanted to see if you could maybe speak to a couple of the modalities that you prefer. I know there's a ton of them out there and, you know, I know you're a big meditator as well and you Mm -hmm. do breath work. Are there any certain styles that you like of breath work? Anything you've tried recently that's really, you know, wild the pants off you? (laughs) Um, So if you could go on that, that'd be great. Yeah, breath work is definitely (laughs) one of my favorites (laughs) by far. Um, You know, we don't realize when we're meditating, we're doing breath work. That's yeah. a big part of it. You know, yeah. you say focus on the breath, but that's actually breath work that yeah. you're doing yeah. that's calming down your nervous system, bringing you into a parasympathetic state yes. where you're allowed to heal, where your body's not threatened, where you can quote unquote rest and digest. Yes, absolutely. And you're not stressed. You're not, when we're stressed and when we're in that sympathetic state, healing is impossible. Yeah. And breath is the doorway into allowing your body to actually find that parasympathetic state yes now there's so many different forms of breath right Mm -hmm. and i definitely have some of my favorites if we're talking about building strength Mm -hmm. that's going to look very different than actually calming down the nervous system okay yeah so i know that you and i have gone through this multiple times of course but breathing for intrinsic core strength yes call it IAP breath. Mm -hmm. It stands for intra-abdominal pressure breathing. Mm -hmm. And what that is, is it's building pressure in the intrinsic intrinsic core so that you can actually better stabilize the foundation of your pyramid. Yeah. Right? Because we think like with our homes, you wouldn't build a house up on an unstable foundation. Yeah. Why? Because the walls, exactly, the the walls are going to start to cave in, the roof might cave in, you might just, things might start slanting, right? We don't want that. But don't worry, we have a six pack, you know what (laughs) I mean? It's like, you know, we focus on only the muscles that are visible when really it's the muscles that aren't visible that are the most important, important. you know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, And that's what what people find the most mind-blowing. I mean, right now I'm running this really awesome functional core challenge. I know you're taking part in it. I'm loving it. Guys, you have to try this. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) And these these exercises are, to me, things that are simple, but to other people that they they don't know and they've never thought about moving their bodies like this. And one of the biggest things that we do focus on in this is is breath work and building that intrinsic strength. And when you do that, that actually does rev up the, the nervous system a little bit. Of course. But... All for a good reason. You're revving up the nervous system when you're working out and when you're exercising. Absolutely. But it's about your body's ability, just like heart rate variability, right? Your yes. body's ability to come back to find that homeostasis. Yeah. Um, so we've got breathing for strength, yep. which I do with just about every single client that comes into my office and the clients I work with online as well. And that's mm-hmm. really helpful for decreasing pain, stabilizing the lumbar spine, bringing strength back to the transverse abdominis, the obliques, yeah. all of those really... All the good found- things. Yeah, yes. all yes. of the good things. All yes. of those foundational core muscles. That all translate to not having pain. You know, exactly. when really like quality of life to me is being pain-free and being able to be mobile, you mm-hmm. know, because mobility equals life. <laughs> and that's the thing that, you know, I think, True. especially in the 70s and 80s, you know, the, the workout world lost. I mean, everyone was so gung-ho and having the biggest muscles but they couldn't scratch their back I know and I think there's a big resurgence now of functional movement and I know you're at the forefront of that you know and could you speak a little bit to why functional movement is so important I know we went over a little bit of it just now but why you want to be able to focus on mobility and how mobility will actually lead to more strength yeah absolutely and that ties into breath too right because if you're not breathing properly you're not going to have a mobile spine and if you don't have a mobile spine I'm sorry but you're not going to have a mobile anything exactly exactly (laughs) Exactly, you know? That, and that's kind of important these days, right? Yeah. We need to be mobile and we need absolutely, to move. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, for me, functional training is super important. At the foundation of that is breath. Mm-hmm. And uh, ultimately what functional training and functional movement is, is moving for life. Yeah. Moving to get out of, right? We all sit all day long. Yes. So what movements can you do that counteract that, mm-hmm. right? So I like to work with each client on an individual basis. You of course. Know, what does their lifestyle look like? Are they sitting at a desk constantly? Because if that's the case, which, you know, most of the people in our society are sitting mo- most of the day, yep. usually more than they're sleeping at this point no definitely which is scary it is so scary (laughs) but in a case like that you know really making sure that you're focusing on gaining strength in the proper areas like your back your glutes your intrinsic core Mm -hmm. you know making sure that you're loosening up the chest the hip flexors yeah areas that are constantly tight that was a big Um, problem with me was my chest which is why i was getting so much neck tension not to mention my core imbalances too 
And I can, you know, tell you firsthand, it helped me tremendously. And I thought I was doing everything right. I thought I was in shape. I was doing yoga. But, you know, every time I'd finish working out, I'd be so tight that I could barely move. And it was so frustrating to me, which then led me to get injured by, you know, getting more frustrated and only having exercise, like a yang energy focused, you know, um, activity to get rid of that stress. And I know you've talked before about how you don't want to be in an anxious or stressed state when you work out which is actually counterproductive to what you actually hear a lot when people are like, oh, you know, take your anger out in the gym and all these things. But I know it's gotten you in some trouble before and I know it's gotten me in some trouble before. And I don't know if maybe you could talk a little bit about maybe some of your own troubles with that. Yeah, (laughs) absolutely. So we're talking about this intrinsic strength, right? And when we don't have that, we start to compensate with the extrinsics, the neck, the hip flexors, maybe the calves, you know, areas that are more extrinsic. And like you're saying that a lot of that neck tension, that trap tension, that's a lot of what people come in with and usually Mm -hmm. that's the body saying hey i need to work because you guys aren't working yeah exactly Um, you're picking up the slack yeah so so making sure that your your training functionally is is super important for Mm -hmm. those reasons um and in regards to to kind of touching on the the exercise piece you know i go into the gym and i don't go into the gym to get a hardcore workout i go into the gym to move my body exactly recently i i've had people come up to me like this morning i had a a couple of friends in the gym come up to me hey girl like what are you working on today and i'm like oh you know i'm not really 100 percent sure yet but i'm gonna see what my body wants to do yeah because for me (laughs) i feel different every single day and don't get me wrong i think programs are important Mm -hmm. however I do find for each individual person that's going to look different. So yes. I like to go in, I like to listen to my body and give my body what it's asking for on a regular basis. Yeah. Um, which is really important. Obviously, there's breath incorporated into every, every of one of my Absolutely. routines. Absolutely. I start every day now with breath work because of you, you know. And I mean, it's so important to keep that breath work going because if you don't use it, you will lose it, Absolutely. you know. And it's really the foundation of everything, like you said. And why would you build a house on a weak, you know, unstructured foundation, you yes. know. And so... I know you do a lot of energy work, and I know that if I remember correctly, the first thing you kind of did with energy work was Reiki healing, you know? Mm-hmm. So could you speak a little bit about how Reiki really helped you in all other facets of life? Yeah. So, oh my, we're touching on so many topics. Oh, I love yes. this. Oh, yes. I got you. Trust me. I got plenty of topics. <laughs> so, <laughs> topics for days. <laughs> energy is my language, man. Yeah, energy is here. how I speak. Frequencies. Oh man, I, I don't know. Call me the frequency queen. Yeah, I don't know. Please. I, don't, <laughs> but like, I do already, actually. <laughs> oh man, I just love frequencies. And yeah. people don't realize that frequencies are everywhere. Yeah. We are frequencies. Yes. The earth is a frequency yes. and is constantly giving us frequencies. It's only if we're barefoot with it, though. Yeah, no, grounding, <laughs> grounding and earthing. Grounding That's why so they're important. so important, you know? Yeah. But energy is everywhere. And for me, that Reiki certification was my my doorway into realizing, one, that I have an energetic gift to work with people. That mm-hmm. that was where I really understood my intuition and realized that I have healing capabilities way greater than I even realized. Yeah. Yeah. But that was how I started being able to communicate with the human body through my hands. Mm-hmm. Now, over time, that has developed into many different things. I mean, in, in today, I do things in my office. You know, I do hands-on energy work for... Uh, you know, clearing energy in certain areas of the body. Mm-hmm. I do trapped emotion work and yeah. help clear trapped emotions from the body so that the body can heal. The organs love to hold on to trapped emotions mm-hmm. from pr- past experiences that may be your own and they may not be your own. Yeah. Emotions can be transferred, inherited. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways to pick up these these different things. Absolutely. Well, it's over- like epigenetics for emotions, you know, exactly. basically. Yeah, yeah. And and what people don't realize, again, is that energy is everywhere, right? Yes. If you walk into the room today and you have an awful, awful mood going on, yeah. right? I'm going to instantly feel that. Absolutely. Most people would. You know, mm-hmm. they're like, ooh, why is he in a sour mood today? Or why is she in a sour mood? Literally. Yeah. And yeah. if you walk in with a smile on your face, I'm going to feel that too. Yeah. That's an energy. That's a frequency. Yes. And your frequencies and your energy impact mine. Yep. Not only that, but your frequencies and your energy impact everything that's happening around you. Yeah. So if you're happy-go-lucky, if you're smiling every day, <laughs> if you're, you know, if you're having a yeah, conversation yeah. with all the people around you. Kill them with kindness. Guess what? Great <laughs> things are going to happen to you and yeah. are going to be brought into your life that's the law of attraction exactly absolutely and 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 vice versa you know if you walk around the world and you're angry and you're upset and you're holding on to all these 
just yucky energies, yeah. right? You're going to attract that energy. Absolutely. What you put out to the world is what you will get back. Where attention goes, energy flows, mm-hmm. you know? And that's one of the most important lessons I took back when I took holistic lifestyle coach training out in California with Paul Check is that, you know, a lot of the times, a lot of the physical symptoms like low back pain or even neck pain or anything can actually be related to a chakra system. Mm-hmm. And those chakra systems can tell you what area of your life you might be, you know, deficient in. Like if you're in the sacral chakra and you're having like a really bad lower back issue, you might have, you know, feelings of insecurity. Yep you know, and feeling not secure in your own body. And so that was like so amazing to me to really be able to learn the exercises to be able to release that because that was actually a huge part of me getting rid of my headaches, you know, which I know I struggle mm-hmm. with and how, you know, you helped me for with for the last couple of years. Yeah. Was realizing that, you know, I wasn't reaching my potential and I was actually self-sabotaging myself by, you know, going home every night and thinking that I was doing the right thing by watching, you know, podcasts and listening to classes, but really I needed action. I just needed to take an action finally. But by, you know, sitting there and spinning my wheels, I was self-sabotaging myself because I think in a way I was more afraid of the success than the failure (laughs) because the success was, you know, associated with having to work really hard to do it. Mm -hmm. And I was just looking at it the whole different way, you know. And now look at it, it's so easy for you. Exactly, you know, (laughs) finally I'm in my right right body, you know. Yeah, people don't realize emotions aren't energy, right? And just like you're saying, they have a huge impact on our body and on our entire system. Um, And I want to get into uh, my frequency frequency therapy in a second. But one thing I do want to touch on is, is, you know, we we recognize that emotions make us feel different, right? What we don't realize is that working through those emotions actually allows our body to heal. Mm -hmm. So one of the biggest things that I work on and I I educate my clients about is how the emotions that they're holding on to, the experiences that they've had, you know, when you think of an event that maybe sparks certain emotions, anger, frustration, Mm -hmm. um, maybe you're feeling upset about something, or if you think about an ex-boyfriend or an ex-girlfriend, you're like, oh, that person, you know? (laughs) Yeah, 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 we've all been there. (laughs) It brings you back, right? We've all been there. I read something really powerful lately, and I highly, highly recommend this book. It's called The Body Keeps the Score by yeah. Bessel Vendrick. I might pronounce his last name yeah. correctly, but Vendrick. Yeah, yeah. That's, I think, yeah. how you pronounce it. Yeah, yeah, sounds um, right. We'll, sounds go, with right. we'll yeah. go with that. Um, but one of the really powerful things I read in this book is we know that talking about emotions, like for me, I highly recommend uh, have everybody, I believe, should have a therapist. Yeah, I agree. And that's helped me immensely over the last four years alone, but... One thing I read in this book was a study that was conducted, I want to say, I think it was in Ohio, either way. A study was conducted, and it was comparing the differences in people that wrote down in their journals and spoke aloud two different things, right? Mm -hmm. One group talked about just their day, what was going on, the things that they were doing in that day. The others talked about an emotionally um, provoking event that Mm -hmm. when they think about it, it brings up some type of of emotion for them. And what they found was that those people that actually talked and spoke and wrote down the emotions and the experience that they had actually had an increase in immune system activation. That's insane to me. I remember when you put that online and I was like, wow, because, you know, I'm, you know, in this whole world of understanding this stuff, but it never ceases to amaze me mm-hmm. just how important it is to not just say it, but also write it down. Yeah. Because, you know, when you actually write it down, you're kind of bypassing like your ego in a way, because I know when I talk, sometimes even if I'm talking to myself, I'll try to protect myself in some way, shape or form. And when I write things down, a lot of like the small talk or the soft talk I'm having, like maybe I'll do this, my, I might do this, I kind of want to do this at some point in my life. All those things, all the negations, the projections, they all leave and I actually get down to the root cause of a lot of what's going on in my life, mm-hmm. you know, and I cut through the nitty gritty, if you will, you know, yeah. so yeah, it, it makes perfect sense to me. And it's amazing to be able to see that that spark and, and T lymphocytes that actually, like I said, like this is a measurable change. When you yeah. talk about what's going on and what you're thinking about, it's a measurable change in how well you're body is working and how well it can heal right and I think so many people avoid things like journaling because they're afraid to tap into that but when you tap into that man you open up so many doors in your life so many so many opportunities yes absolutely because you actually get to go into a deeper layer of yourself that a lot of times like I know I'm speaking for myself I didn't even know was there and this (laughs) was after I was meditating after I was doing breath work I thought I was doing all the right things and it just never ceases to amaze me how many more layers of the onion come off when you start getting more and more into inner work you know and I know that 
you know, the latest thing you've been, you know, really into, which has blown my mind, is ANF, mm-hmm. right? So we can't not talk about ANF. Oh, we have to. So tell everyone what ANF is, what it's about, and just all the ins and outs. All right. So, I mean, you can see them on me now. I've got yeah. these little discs on me. I yep. don't know when I don't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would too, trust me. <laughs> and you do, usually. Yeah, yeah. Um, Guilty. <laughs> so ANF stands for Amino Neurofrequency Therapy. Mm-hmm. I am right now one of, I think, 17 or 18 of the highest level practitioners around the world. So yep. there's very few amount of us that practice at the the highest level. Yeah. I'm also a teacher, so I travel and I educate about uh, how to use this therapy mm-hmm. to other practitioners. What is it? So it is a wearable frequency therapy that ultimately helps to normalize and optimize the body's ability to heal. So, That's so awesome. there's not really <laughs> many things that we can't work with with this therapy. I mean, there's no toxins, there's no drugs, mm-hmm. there's no chemicals inside these little discs. It mm-hmm. looks like a kind of like a round little shiny band aid. Yeah, when yeah, I, it's like a sticker basically. Exactly. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a sticker with power. I call yeah. it. To kids, I call them magic stickers. Ah, uh, nice. I like that, actually, too. <laughs> right? They love it. Um, they're like, yeah, give me some magic stickers. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> and, awesome. you know, by them, you know, thinking of them as magic, they actually become more magic than they are. Because, right. again, you know, where attention goes, energy flows. Absolutely. So, yeah. Which is so powerful as in yeah. itself. But So, ultimately, we work with everything from uh, orthopedic pain and inflammation injuries all the way up to autoimmune diseases. We work with Parkinson's. We work with stroke patients. Mm-hmm. There's really not many things we can't work with. We do work with cancer patients. Yeah. Um, and depending on what we're working with will dictate what discs we use. I have over 300 different frequencies available to me. That's awesome. So for working with someone with a pain and inflammation injury, this is just one of the tools in my toolbox. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. use everything else in my mm-hmm. session with a client. But if I just put these discs on you, you can expect a minimum of a 50% pain reduction in that orthopedic pain within a matter of a few minutes. Well, I know that when I, you first put them on me, I was having my neck issues and we had been working on them for a while and they were steadily getting better and better. But I had had like kind of a bad day where I'd probably worked out the wrong way for like a week straight, <laughs> came to you. And I think it was right before I went to Oregon Eclipse, the music yes, festival actually. And, this. you know, it was funny because you sat me down. It was right when I first got there. So we hadn't done any other, you know, treatments whatsoever. You sat me down, did a range of motion test on me without doing anything, put the stickers on me, did a range of motion test, and I gained like 50% better range of motion. And I was like perplexed. I was like, <laughs> what just happened to me? It's amazing. I love that. And I, I really love the looks that people give me when, yeah. when they're sitting there looking for the pain that they yeah, walked yeah. in with. Like yeah. they'll walk in with a 9, 10 out of 10 pain. Yeah. And they're walking out with like a 1, 2, 3. It's and they're insane. like, what the heck did you do to me? Yeah. Like you literally just put stickers on me. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. So it's really, really powerful therapy. I it, it's it's opened so many doors in my life and for my patients that I never expected possible. You know, when we're working with someone with an autoimmune disease, I mean, I have a client that I started working with over the summer, and she actually she has two major autoimmune diseases that technically contradict each other and they're not supposed to be in the same human body but they are (laughs) it's not a modern marvel (laughs) i know right those quote-unquote diagnoses they're wonderful yeah 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 (laughs) so we we started doing some lymphatic protocols with her because Mm -hmm. if if you don't know about your lymphatic system it's one of the most important systems to make sure is optimized yeah because it's kind of like the trash man of your body it takes out the waste products it removes the inflammation and it helps your body function you have actually more more areas of lymph in your body like more lymphatic vessels than you do cardiovascular vessels that's crazy it's fascinating oh my god your lymph is filtering everything um so we did a couple of lymphatic protocols with her this woman was unable for about three to four years to actually walk up a set of stairs by herself yeah she could barely bend her knees she could really not move very well and on the first protocol that we did I had her get up. We had recorded a before and after video. And Mm -hmm. I had her get up to record a second video. And for the first time in three years, she walked backwards. And her husband turned around and he just had these tears streaming down his face. Because he had never seen anything like it. I got a text about a month later from her that for the first time she was able to walk up and down the stairs by herself. And it was so powerful for me because I know how powerful this therapy is. But to be able to change someone's life like that after nothing else has helped is one of the most amazing things about ANF therapy. And I'm so thankful to be able to impact people's lives with it. Absolutely. And, you know, you touched on a great point where, you know, I think I speak for both of us when I say our main mission in life is to help 
alleviate human suffering. And it never ceases to amaze me because, you know, when I do it, and especially when you do it, I'm sure that you feel the same way. No matter how many times we see it, it always brings us to tears because, you know, I've, you know, dealt with a lot of different family members in my life that have, you know, had low quality of life, you know, through just, you know, degeneration and, you know, depending on the, you know, typical Western medicine system. And, you know, it's just so impactful when someone that's been stuck in that state for so long mm-hmm. can get better, you know, and show and show themselves that they can get better because really I think all love starts with self-love and I think that when you're in these states for so long you lose your self-love and that really just puts your puts a huge dimming aspect to your light in general and when your light is dim dimmed it's dimmed in every aspect of life absolutely you know and I think that's one of the best parts and why I've dedicated my life to helping people and I know that's why you've dedicated your life to the same (laughs) thing you know yeah (laughs) and you know the body has the innate ability to heal itself and it will forever it's just about giving it the tools to do so right like you can't expect to survive if you don't give your body food yes same thing yes you can't expect your body to heal if you don't give it the right tools to do so and all this therapy is doing is just reminding the body of how hard it's supposed to work yes and when you can do that with something with no contraindications yes like what what else is better than that you know i'm not giving you a pill that has side effects that's going to likely lead you down a road of needing another medication or a pharmaceutical i'm giving you something that is simply just allowing your body to heal itself and do it much more uh quickly and effectively than most things yeah and you know you speak you know you spoke about tools and you know i think one of the best tools you can do for yourself is high quality food Mm -hmm. so could you speak a little bit about to the importance of why you want organic food and why gmo food is you know not the thing that we've been told it is and you know all of these different things that we're lied to about in society and just a little bit about you know how to go about getting high quality food if you live in an inner city or in places like that absolutely it again it depends on where you're living and what's available to you i love farmers markets because yeah, they're yeah. usually like you know locally sourced food locally yeah. grown food and the more organic you can go the better because what we do want to avoid is pesticides herbicides things that are going to actually add toxins glyphosate. into our body exactly yeah. you're going to find a huge amount of glyphosate mm-hmm. in most foods that aren't organic yeah there are traces of glyphosate in some organic foods now because of some of the cross-contamination issues but again this is why so many people are really leaning towards like like growing their own foods and growing their own crops and having their own garden in their backyard yeah i always love it because every summer my grandpa's out (laughs) out on the side of the yard and he's like leah have you seen my tomatoes yeah (laughs) well (laughs) you know it's, it's funny because you know one of the things i always teach people at the dispensary is how to grow their own you know and anything that i teach them with regards to cannabis is a, totally applicable to any other fruit or vegetable, Absolutely. you know? And that's why I always stress regenerative agriculture, you know? And, you know, by giving your money to these farmers that are using, you know, good, high-quality practices, I mean, money is nothing more than energy. Mm-hmm. And where you put your energy matters, you know? Because, again, these big companies only exist because we keep giving them our money, you know? And so by cutting off their supply, they're going to have to change their tune as well or get put out of business, one that's or the so other. True. So really, we hold the power. I mean, we are the creator and the created rolled into one and we forget that because again we've been robbed of our power but the more that we can be reminded that listen where you put your money really matters and we can really make the world a better place for future generations and for us while we're here as well Absolutely. because you know we never really think about the world we're leaving for future generations as a society you know and i think that really becoming more collectively you know focused and more you know of a collective conscious rather than a collective unconscious is really important in just making sure that you're making the right decisions in life and making sure that you can create like health for other people and reach homeostasis. And you're saying, you know, where you're putting your money does matter. And a lot of my clients, when they come in, you know, they have poor diets. They're not eating well. They're not eating organic. They're not filling their body with things that are going to help them detox, help them get out the heavy metals, help them get out the toxins. And yeah, it might be a little extra money up front, right? But this is for your health. You know, again, where you put your money matters. Are you putting your money into the three to five dollars that you're spending at Dunkin' Donuts for your cream and your sugar every single day? Yes. (laughs) Most of you out there might be. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Which don't worry, we've been there too, all right? But exactly. Or are you putting into things that are healthy, you know, locally grown crops? For me, I spend my money every month, and I know you do, on really good quality meat and fruits and vegetables. Butcher Box. Butcher Box. Shout out to Butcher Box. They're amazing. Oh, my God. (laughs) Best meat I've ever had, right? The best Seriously, it's so damn good. I know. I literally can never get over Like, when I cook their steaks, like, everyone in my house is like, man, like, you get the best steaks. Like, where do you get them? That's why when I go to a restaurant, I never order steak anymore. (laughs) Not that it's not, like, my favorite thing, but just because I know I can get a 
better not quality. As good quality. It's never as good. <laughs> to go know? home for the good quality. Yeah. That, and that's the goal, right? <laughs> yes, yes. I'm going to go home because my better quality food is waiting for me. Yes, there. exactly. And, and then, you know, cooking your own food is a spiritual experience in itself, you know? Yes. I mean, really, you know. Food is supposed to be a spiritual experience. We've lost that too because now we're all eating while we're doing work and we're doing all this stuff when really it's supposed to be a time that we can get together with family Mm -hmm. or just by ourselves and really just be mindful and conscious and present. Because again, I think that like one of the biggest issues I've seen with people, me myself included many times, is that we're not present, you know, especially with technology and all these things. We're always trained to be like, you know, have a very short attention span these Mm -hmm. days, you know. And so that brings me to one of my next points. Why do you think inflammation and chronic disease are so much on the rise these days? Um, I'm sure you see so much of it. I see a lot of it at the dispensary, but I'm sure you, you know, see a lot more of it with your practice. I think there's a whole lot of reasons for Mm -hmm. that. And, you know, there's not just one simple answer because there's, again, there's so many things that are, that are adding into, into this chronic disease. I'm going to call it an epidemic because... I'm seeing so many people walk into my office with major autoimmune diseases, ma- massive amounts of inflammation where they're they're needing serious lymphatic support to yeah. get this inflammation out of their body. And again, I think there's there's so many pieces to the puzzle. One, you talked about, you know, not being aware and not being consciously here in the yeah. moment. And I think that's one a really big part of it. Yeah. Food's a big part of it. The EMF, the electromagnetic frequencies around us, you know, Love all this Q-Link. 5G yep. stuff. Yep. Yeah, I always recommend Q-Links to my clients, mm-hmm. Protect yourself from the radiation. There's yeah. so much. Yeah. Avoid the microwave. Like yes. avoid these things that Insane are adding inflammation and radiation yeah. to your life. Yeah. And it's not easy, but you know, doing things like protecting your body through things like a Q Link. You can mm-hmm. get Q Links for your phone. Mm-hmm. You know, stop using those the, man, the air the AirPods, man. That's, the AirPods. Yes. If you haven't seen it, take do a quick little Google search, the air EMF and AirPods or AirPods and radiation, because yeah. it is insane the amount of radiation that having those things in your ears does and you know what it's happening when it's on and when it's off yes it's not unless you have those airpods like away bluetooth disconnected and away from your body where it's not impacting you yeah same with phones at night i mean i know so many people that sleep with their phone right next to their head yep and it's like if you know this isn't just you know crazy talk right now i mean if you literally read the warning labels on these phones it says do not hold the phone close to your ear these (laughs) companies know and they're making sure they're protected far below before the lawsuits exactly so there's that you know i turn my phone off every night before i go to bed and i try to keep it out of my room if possible um but we are so connected to our technology so there's a lot of radiation that you're giving your body on a regular basis yeah that's going to increase amounts of inflammation yes we're talking about emotions we've talked about that your mindset's really important yes you know it, it activating the endocannabinoid system like yes. you're, like you and i are, yep. talk about all the time through Absolutely. cbd and thc yeah that's a really powerful way to help decrease inflammation yeah um you know i do have my own personal beliefs in regards to um some of the aluminum adjuvants used in vaccines yep. you know our vaccine schedule has been tripled if you know minimum in comparison to what it was 30 years ago yeah you know and every little bit of of that aluminum adjuvant that you're required to have in order to keep that that um that host and that i'm sorry that virus in the host body yeah that has to have the alumina adjuvant in order to contain it in the human system yeah so is it our vaccines that are hurting us no yeah it's the amount of what is combined in each vaccine that is hurting us because our body is under so much stress that it's unable to actually detox the way that we need it to. Yeah. You know? It it can't assimilate all the stuff. And all of these things compound together, especially like, you know, if you live in an inner city, especially I think of places like New York, I mean, you might be living right next to a cell phone tower and you won't even know it, you know? And, you know, it's funny because, you know, these are the things that, you know, society will never mention. You know, you never hear this in the news. You never hear any of this stuff. And so I tell people all the time, you really have to be a warrior for your own health because no one's going to do the work for you, you know? Even people like you and I that, you know, provide health benefits for people, if they're not willing to do their homework, quote unquote, it's not going to help them either, you you know, exactly. and that's why it's so important to really, you know, always be proactive rather than reactive in healthcare. 
And so that was one of the things I also wanted to talk about, about maybe some of the things you can do to be proactive, you know, because again, I think, you know, we've been trained to think that Western medicine going to the doctor is healthcare, but really that's sick care because we're waiting until it's an issue yep. and then we're going to, you know, see a doctor. Yep. And I think Western medicine definitely has its place, but in proactivity, it does not have any place. There's no, there's no rhetoric for it, you know, and there's no guidelines. Absolutely. And so are there certain things that you do every day besides, you know, breath work and meditation, you know, that you do to be proactive in your health? I do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I regularly utilize CBD as mm-hmm. well as THC. Yeah. I regularly ground myself with the earth. Mm-hmm. I meditate every morning before I even leave my room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yep, I, same here. <laughs> I, yeah. It, you know, when you can get your, your self-care in before the rest of your day, yeah. you feel not only accomplished, but, you know, you keep yourself accountable. And when yeah. you come first... Everything that you can give to everybody else in the rest of your day is going to be way better. Yes, 110%. I could not agree more. So we've got, you know, we've got food, we've got meditation, we've got sleep. We haven't touched on sleep at all. Sleep is yes. one of the most important. I think it's, I mean, they say it's mo- more important than diet and exercise combined. Absolutely. And it's such a low priority. And it's getting optimal sleep. That's the biggest thing. Yes. Um, I actually have a really good friend. I'm going to give him a quick little shout yeah, out yeah. on here. Nick Lamb. If you check him out on social media, the online sleep coach. He oh, is amazing. Yeah. He puts out some really awesome information. He's one of the only guys out there right now that's actually getting into the nit and gritty of sleeping and coaching you how to have better sleep. This is one of the things that I do work with with my clients in my program, Back to Action, launching March 1st. Hell yeah, I can't wait. I know. Um, But we'll get into that in a second. But, Mm -hmm. you know, sleep is so important. Food is so important. Meditation, being mindful, slowing down, getting into a parasympathetic state so your body can heal through that breathing. Yes. Um, You know, one of my favorites for breathing in and out of the nose, four breaths in, eight breaths out. Yep. And if you want to even take a little bit of a pause between the inhale and the exhale, that's really helpful too because yeah. that's bringing awareness and attention to what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And when you can breathe through your nostrils and stop breathing through your mouth, you actually better activate the vagus nerve and calm the vagus nerve down. Yes. So you're able to bring your body from that fight or flight state to a rest and digest state. So yeah. moving from sympathetic to parasympathetic <clears throat> and allowing the body to heal. So there's... There's so many things that you can do to be proactive about your health. I think journaling is really important. I think having a mental health practitioner is really important. You know, understanding your body and just being in tune with you, what you need, and what is going to help you lead, uh, lead a better life, you yeah. know, optimize your health, and ultimately be there for everybody else around you. Yeah. And, you know, you brought up a really good thing, too, where, you know, sympathetic states are, you know, great if you want to get away from a predator, you yep. know, or great if you're working out. Short-term, amazing. Exactly, exactly. Because it's your, it's your initial, whoa, like, I'm going to protect my body right exactly, now. Exactly, exactly. But it's when that, that becomes... Um, the dominant state. Yeah, we have yeah. the acute stage, right? That's yeah. the that's the, the protection. It's like the shield. Yeah. But the chronic stage is when you have that... You've been in that sympathetic state for such a long time, and your body starts to degenerate. Yes. It starts to deteriorate. Yeah. And what happens... So maybe you can tell the listeners what happens when you're in a sympathetic state too long. Like what, you know, different, um, you know, chemicals build up in your body. What do they do? Everything like that. Yes. There's a lot of things that happen when you're in a sympathetic state, right? We think of higher blood pressure, higher heart rate, our pupils dilate, cortisol. our breathing shortens, our cortisol yeah. elevates. There's a lot that happens when we're in that sympathetic state mm-hmm. that ultimately... Uh, stimulates the uh, HPA axis is what we call it, the hypothalamus pituitary adrenal axis. So that is ultimately what is responsible for that cortisol elevating, right? Mm -hmm. And when that cortisol elevates, it sends a message to the rest of the body to pretty much pause. Don't work as hard with your organs. Don't work as hard to circulate blood. Don't work as hard to stimulate lymphatic circulation and lymphatic flow. Don't make melatonin. Don't make melatonin. All of these things, right? And when you can't get your body back into that parasympathetic state, it puts all of your healing on hold. Mm -hmm. Your body can't function in a sympathetic state. Yes. Again, you know, it's great to strengthen that sympathetic state through exercise, through, you know, having a good shield right Mm -hmm. that initial ability to react and respond is really good but it's really important to make sure that you're focusing on allowing your body back into that ability to rest and heal and calm down yeah it's so important you know and i really like you know 
it's funny because I didn't even realize that that was such a big thing. And really, that was one of the first takeaways I got from you. And one of the first things that when I finally started doing, like I call box breathing, the whole, for, breathe in for four, hold for seven, mm-hmm. breathe out for eight, before I went to bed, it was funny because by the 10th breath, I was almost falling asleep while I was doing it, you yeah. know? And it's so impactful. I know it's helped a lot of people in my life, you know, really just kind of get back to a baseline because I don't think a lot of us even know what a baseline feels like these we days. We forget. Exactly. There's so much stress and there's so much stimulation in our environment that we forget what it's like to be calm and to breathe. Yeah. And to just pause. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, really like, so, you know, I think a sympathetic state all the time is definitely not a good thing, but I think it can definitely be a good thing if you're, you know, taking risks, challenging yourself. I mean, I think it's a great kind of feeling when you get that, you know, kick of adrenaline. Mm -hmm. And so I thought maybe you could speak of why it's good to take risks and challenge yourself every day. (laughs) Man, I'm the biggest (laughs) risk taker. (laughs) Um, Taking risks is so important. Um, And I, I think it's important for so many reasons. You know, it's important. We're talking about that that sympathetic state, you know, being able to allow your body to flow freely between that sympathetic and parasympathetic state. I think that's a really important part about taking risks. But taking risks, if you don't take them, you don't learn. You don't grow. You don't succeed. You don't move forward. And I tend to be one of those people that, you know, something comes up and I jump on it. I'm the same way. I listen to my intuition, but I jump on it. And sometimes it might not necessarily be the best decision, (laughs) but I always learn from it. And I think taking risks is is so helpful, not just learning about yourself, but learning about the environment that you want to be in, learning about how to manipulate that environment. Yes. I mean... Well, it's trial and error. You know what I mean? It is. It is. Because I see so many people that, you know, I know want to do other things, but they're secure where they are right now and they don't know if they should take the risk. And really it's like, to me, it was much more risky waking up 30 years later saying, oh, I could have, I should have, I would have, you know, than actually just taking the risk now, you Absolutely. know, because again, like it's never, there's never going to be a perfect time, you yes. know, you just have to have faith and jump because I think yeah. again, you know, there's two emotions that the whole universe is made from love or fear. And we get a chance every time we open our eyes in the morning to decide where we're going to come from each day, you know, and I know for you and me, we agree. We always come from love. You know, I mean, always. not to say we don't have mess ups, but, you know, we can always find our way back to love because, again, fear, anger, frustration, you know, panic, all of those things, they don't serve me. I know they nope. don't serve you and they don't serve anyone I've ever met, nope. <laughs> you know, so. And again, all frequencies at the end of the day, right? Yes. They're all frequencies. Yes. But you're so right. Love is so important. Loving yourself enough to take those risks. Like you said, I think I think people are so afraid of failing. Right? Yes. And, and why? Like, the, for me, like, Failure, yeah, it's scary. But if you're not failing, like, man, you're not learning. learning. Yes, exactly. A failure to fail is a failure to learn. Yes, And in order to get ahead, in order to grow, in order to succeed, in order to just be happy, like, you have to fail a couple of times in order to, to get to where you want to be. I always love to go back to, you know, being a baby and being a child because when, you know, and this in, <laughs> this integrates core strength too, yeah, right? Yeah. When we're little, think about how many times you fall. Yes. You, you, you have your tummy time. You have to yes. learn to pick your head up. How many times did you maybe boink your head on the ground? Maybe a couple, <laughs> yeah, maybe yeah, a few yeah, too yeah. many. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, exactly. No, but, definitely. <laughs> you know, and, and, and while you're a, a baby, you know, babies are so fearless. Yeah. And I find that so beautiful because if you look at a child, they're not afraid to fall. They're not afraid to get hurt. Yes. They're not afraid to do something wrong. They yes. just do it and they they do it out of so much love. Yes. They come and, from a place of love. And how look at how fast kids learn. Yeah. And the older we get, the we, you know, we slow down that process of learning because for we a get lot compartmentalized. of compartmentalized. Exactly. You know? And we're too afraid of what others are going to think about us and yep. about failing yeah. and we're then we are about what we're going to think, how it's going to impact us and what we're going to learn from that experience. Yeah. So, get out there fail a couple times, get dirty, like fall <laughs> yes, to the ground. Yeah, you know, sometimes yeah. you might end up in the mud, but yeah. like I promise you'll get out of it. Whatever. Mud's fun too. <laughs> <laughs> Mud's fun. It's a great time. Love getting dirty. Well, you know, it's funny because like that was one of the best lessons my dad ever taught me. You know, he used to play chess with me and I swear it was like just a funny thing for him because he would always put my ass in chess, you know? <laughs> but you know, when I would get frustrated, he'd say, don't worry, you now learned another way that you shouldn't play chess, you know? And so I took that into like my whole entire life, you know? And now I get excited because it's like you either win or learn, you yeah. know? There's no lose 
losing. They're only you only lose if you fail to try, yeah. you know. And I think that you know that's really been something that for me has kept me so motivated to keep self-educating myself. And I know for you, I think you're one of the only people I know that's just constantly doing stuff like I am, like to educate yourself. And yeah. so I wanted you to speak a little bit about the importance of continuing your education and not necessarily at a school or whatever, but just self-education. Absolutely. Uh, it's empowering. Yeah. One. And, yeah. you know, you can't expect anybody else to to do it for you. We've, yeah. You know, we touched on that. And yeah. by giving yourself the education, by learning, you know, you have the ability to empower yourself, to control your body, to control your life. You know, by continuing to learn, you're continuing to grow. Hell yeah. And, you know... I, don't be afraid to learn. Don't like we were talking about. You know, don't be afraid to fail. Get out there and just freaking try. Exactly. Just don't try. You're never going to get anywhere. Well, you know, it's funny because for a long time I was such a perfectionist, which, you know, again, does not serve me at all because at the end of the day, nothing is perfect. No one is perfect. And it finally was that realization I had, you know, that little Kundalini awakening yeah. I told you about that I had where I realized like, you know, I've never watched a podcast or a video online or looked at a picture that wasn't, you know, perfect and thought, you know, that guy or girl, he really gave us some great information, but their angle was totally <laughs> off. You know, it's like, yeah. and it was like that realization where I was like, oh my God, which has now led me to start highly optimized, mm-hmm. you know, because I'm not afraid of making mistakes anymore. Because again, you know, that just shows we're human and I think Absolutely. we're all human, you know, so. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like, I think at the end of the day, it also inspires other people because by seeing that the people you look up to aren't perfect, that actually makes it a lot more, you know, just human-like, you Absolutely. know, and a lot more, a lot less intimidating, you know, yeah. and I think that's one of the things that I've been so grateful to have really embodied the last, you know, two or three months that I've started this project. It's really like, what am I so worried about? You know what I mean? What I'm worried about is waking up 30 years later, you know, realizing that I punched in on someone else's dream for 30 exactly. years, making an hourly wage, when really I knew that I had so much more to give the universe, you mm-hmm. know, and I think it's so important. It's so important. You know, one of the biggest messages that... I- I think for me, I, I, I love and, and, and feel obliged to give to my clients is that you have complete control. You yes. always have complete control. In the moment, yep. you have control, maybe not necessarily of what happens to you, but how you respond to those things, right? Yes. You have complete control of your health. You have complete control over your healing. It doesn't mean it's going to be easy, but you do have complete control, right? You have the innate ability to heal. You have the control to make any change to your life at any moment in time. I think we get so stuck in our ways, in in where we're at. You know, it doesn't matter if you're married. It doesn't matter if you're divorced. It doesn't matter if you own a house. It doesn't matter if you're in the middle of a, you know, a lease. You have control to change your situation always. Yes. And if if you feel as though, you know, you're struggling, you know, for any of you listeners out there, if if you feel as though you need that support to to get back into control, you know, reach out to me. I'm here to support you in any way I can to inspire you, to help you move forward. Because when you learn how much control you have over your body, over your life, over your mind, over your, your emotions, over your physiology, it's empowering and you feel on top of the world. Yes. And you can accomplish anything when you realize that you have the ability to change your situation at any freaking point in your life you have the power at all times and that is like what I always try to you know tell people is that listen like you are the creator you have the ability to do whatever you want in life you know we get so compartmentalized through society and through like our you know grade school training and everything like that but really like you can do whatever you want to do especially right now I mean we're living in a time that is so amazing where you know for instance I am in the cannabis industry I you know 10 years ago people would have laughed at that I remember when I first went to cannabis schooling back in 2011 I had friends that were like oh you know what are you going to do when that fails you know what do you what's your real life plan you know and now those same friends are like hey can you, can you get me a job but what's it like working in the industry and you know it's again it's about taking risks you know and not being afraid to fall down because again the worst that will happen is you'll take the risk and then you'll go okay well at least I tried it it didn't work and now I'll go try something else out but I think you know that's the most important takeaway if people can take one takeaway from this episode is that take your damn risks people take your risks take your risks and and own them yes absolutely you know that's a big reason why I developed my program back to action. Yes, it is specifically for people that are suffering with lower back pain. It's helping them at the foundation learn how to take control of their body, release areas of tension, strengthen the intrinsic, strengthen the areas where they need work and, and focus. But all the things that we're talking about today, we go into detail about. You know, in over 12 weeks, you learn 
everything about taking control of your body, about taking control over your mind, your gut health, your emotions, you know, yeah. how to journal and how journaling some of the best ways you can do it and how that can impact and benefit your life. We talk about CBD and THC. I know oh, yeah. you're going to be a big yep. part of that yep. in there. Absolutely. You know, come check us out. <laughs> absolutely. You know, there's all of these things that we're talking about, you know, sleep, grounding, all of these things we go into really deep depth in. Yeah. Um, and about because I want to give you the tools for the rest of your life to learn to take control and to take the risks and to make those changes in your life like we're talking about. Absolutely. And when you can start to get yourself out of pain and take control of your body, take control of your health, take control over your energy and your frequencies and mm-hmm. your mindset, you literally are invincible. And you're a bright light for other people, you know, and the best gift we can give other people is inspiration and, you know, the ability to have follow through and staying power and really like, you know, that's what you've given me and I hope that's what I give you and that's what I'm sure, you know, your main mission is with the clients you see Mm -hmm. and the friends you have and the family you have and I know that's the same for me and really like that's why I just love where we are in society right now with all of this becoming the cool thing to do again, you know, because I think, you know, therapy and all those things are amazing but some people can't afford it they don't have insurance so being your own therapist is so important as well and that all starts with just you know taking accountability and ownership and realizing that like you have all of that power exactly and investing in you right that's where that power comes from like invest in yourself yeah this might be you know to heal it might be a little bit of money up front but over a lifetime like you're literally getting tools from people like us you know to 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 move yourself forward so you know it's about the value that you have in your health and in your desire to heal and when you have that desire you know the money doesn't matter the whole world is yours the whole world is yours (laughs) so where can people find you to learn more about you and get in touch with you absolutely so if you want to chit chat you want some inspiration you want to just I don't know. Reach out. <laughs> yeah. Shoot me a follow. Um, <clears throat> so it's Mind Body with Leah, L-E-A-H, <clears throat> excuse me, on all platforms. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram. You can go mindbodywithleah.com. Oh, You'll yeah. Find the me website there. looks amazing. Yep. Nice yep. little smile when you, yes, first, yes. Uh, when you first open up the page. <laughs> um, big smile, I guess I'll say. Um, but, you know, again, I, I just want to spread health and wellness, and I want to spread inspiration for you to take control. And I'm here to help you. You know, reach out to me. Tell me about your journey. I want to know about you, and I want to know about what you're going through. Yeah. Because, again, when you express those things, that's what starts your healing journey. So find me on social media, Mind Body with Leah, and I look forward to speaking and hanging out with you. <laughs> so, <clears throat> what would you say the number one people, number one thing people should do to highly optimize their life would be? Oh. If they can make one choice right now to narrow it all one down. One choice right now. Well, you know, committing to. To taking control of your health, that's yeah. that's a big one. But for me, I think where everything starts is the breath, yes. to be honest with you. I and highly agree. If you can make one choice in your life right this second, literally, like let's do it together. Like let's yeah. take some breaths, right? Yeah. Let's just, let's do some box breathing. Yeah. Let's take four breaths in, yep. hold for seven and let out the nose for eight. Yeah. 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 Should we do it? Absolutely. All right, ready? Yep. Yep. All right, ready? <laughs> Hold for seven, then out the nose for eight. I love that exercise. It's amazing. And like, it if you're calms me down. Every, every time, right? <laughs> Never <laughs> fails. If you're stressed in the middle of your day, this is something that you can use right here, right now. You know, try it out on your own. It's almost impossible if you do. <clears throat> excuse me. If you do five to ten of those breaths. Yeah. And you're stressed out, I promise you, you're going to feel a lot better at the end. Well, breath is the gas and brake pedal. That you know? is the foundation <laughs> of everything. Oh, and with that, guys, I bid you farewell. Definitely check out Leah. She's amazing. That's why I brought her on. She's a wealth of info. The hardest part, you know, with her and I talking is keeping it down to an hour. <laughs> and um, so trust me when I say there's much more where this came from. So please reach out to her. She is amazing. And until next time, journey well, my friends, and remain highly optimized. Peace.
What is up, everybody? I hope you are all enjoying the show, and I wanted to stop by real quick and share a little bit about our latest podcast sponsor, Freedom Builders. Now, Freedom Builders are a team of graphic designers, website creators, videographers, social media marketing experts, and coaches that build out your custom online business from A to Z. This is a done-for-you service, which means they do the work for you while you get to put your focus back on what you love most, which is coaching your clients and bringing in sales. Now, as a former online fitness coach, Mike knows where your struggle points are and exactly how to help you overcome them. This is why he created Freedom Builders, so that you can scale your business while protecting your time and your energy. Now, you guys know that delegation is a business superpower, and you can activate this superpower today by scheduling a complimentary call with Mike at freedombuilders with a Z on the end.com so you can start building the freedom that allows you to take your business to the next level. Alex and I recently connected with Freedom Builders for our Connect with Cannabis build out, and we could not have been happier with the results. With Mike and his team, they were able to go through an outline and create a personalized program for our experience, develop our brand identity, build and design a custom branded webpage, professionally edit our program video content, custom design all of our slide presentations, automate our email marketing sequences, create a seamless payment system for our offer, design unique infographics for our social media content, and guide us through our proven launch blueprint to generate organic leads through our social media. So if you're a coach, facilitator, or healer listening to this ad right now, and you are looking to put freedom back into your life, once again, go to freedombuilders, with a Z on the end, .com, and book your complimentary call today. I hope you all enjoy the rest of the show, and I'm wishing you the best day ever.